three, two, one. Hi, I'm Richard Randall and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority. That's Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. She's an author. She's a pilot and enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing family. Barb is always great as always to see you and today we're going to be talking about that your home sold guarantee and we're going to be talking about uh, things you should demand from a lender things you should demand from your agent closing costs all kinds of things let's start with the top five things you ought to be demanding from your lender when you buy a home yeah you know what's interesting is most people don't do this every day right so they don't know what they don't know clueless and you know we have plenty of experience because we're closing plenty of deals every single month and we've had enough things go wrong to know exactly what we think a buyer should expect out of the lender and that's what we expect out of the lender partners that we recommend so uh, I would say and, and that's just how it is you know if just think about it when you go to buy a car um, you don't go straight to the financing department at least most people don't no they go to the car, they drive the car, they love the car. How do I get it? Right? Yes. Well, it's kind of the way it works in real estate. They fall in love online and they don't know how it works. They're like, I want to buy a house. And when you say don't know what you don't know, it's absolutely positively true. And the beauty, and this is why I recommend you all the time, you. is that you've been doing this for decades and you've yeah. been doing it here. You're not somebody who's nationally talking vaguely about something here. You've done it here and, and we have a saying, uh, you don't have to in, in reinvent the wheel. People get all of that expertise, all of that experience, that landmine that you had to deal with 15 years ago, right. they don't have to deal with that now because you've already handled it and you handled it 20 times since then. Yeah, I wish we could, I'm a Star Trek fan, I wish we yeah. could do that mind melt thing. Yes everybody but it doesn't work that way so but you know most buyers go off the referrals of for their lenders from real estate agents some already show up with their own pre-approval from their own banks or whoever they do banking with which is fine um, but the process could get derailed in certain ways so I'd say the number one thing that they should demand before buying a home is to get not pre-qualified but to get pre-approved Wow, I didn't even see when you talk about things that you don't know, didn't have any idea that there was a difference between the two. What's the difference be, be, between being pre-qualified and being pre-approved? Thank you. Um, well, pre-qualification just means that they talked on the phone with the lender. The lender has not verified their income, their ability to perform. They may have not even pulled their credit, but they've just talked about, hey, I make this much, my credit's good, yeah, yeah, okay, based on what you say you qualify for X. So they draft up a letter and they go out and shop for homes. But I've seen some deals get derailed because the lender really didn't do any due diligence. And when they later look into it, after the buyer's already invested earnest money, inspection, even appraisal dollars, oops, sorry, they can't get a loan. That's unfair to everybody. I mean, it's unfair to the person who is selling who thinks they've got a deal going on. Yeah. It's unfair certainly to you and, and the other professionals involved, but it's unfair to a buyer who thinks everything's taken care of, where we're all set right. to go, and then, no, no, hit the brakes. We need to actually do what we, you thought we did, you know, uh, weeks or months ago. Yeah, it's, it's really sad when that happens. But pre-approval is not that difficult. Basically, not only do they pull your credit, but they want to verify 
that um, you, you substantiate your income. So you send pay stubs, proof of income. If you're self-employed, it might be another form like tax returns. Um, they want to see your bank statements to see that you have cash and they want to verify your assets if you have a down payment. Where is your down payment coming from? You know, and so once they've done all that and they've double checked your credit check, they know that this buyer can perform really all that's needed. It's almost like a cash offer when you get a pre-approval because all that's needed is go through the inspection, get the appraisal done and go to closing. Well, and let's talk about that. Once a buyer finds the home then, how can the, the lender help the buyer under those circumstances? Well, most lenders say, uh, the, the good lenders that I recommend say that if they have a week in advance of a buyer making an offer on a, on a house, they can verify all this stuff and their offer is almost the same as cash, except wow. they have to get an appraisal. So they're, you know, they get copies of all the documents of the buyer's financial records that they need and then they can write a letter that says they're not just pre-qualified, they're approved. We just need to make sure it appraises and we're going to closing. And, so, when, and when we talk about that ability, you know, it, it's either a strength or a weakness. You're able to deal with both of them. And you, actually, you've had some of your financial partners talk about how to rehabilitate uh, their financial circumstance if they're going to be buying. And, and right. you have, you know, seminars talking about that. Um, what what can a listing agent do to, to uh, talk about the strength of, of the buyer's ability? Well, the listing, it, right now the market's really hot for homes priced under 400000 uh, typically, we can't keep up with the inventory. Homes are moving. There's more homes, less homes going on the market every month than we are selling in that in those price ranges. So what that probably means to a buyer is they might be up against competition yes. when they buy a home. So they have to be completely prepared. It's better to spend that week, get pre-approved, and be able to assure the agent that's presenting the offers to the seller that this buyer is not only pre-qualified, but they're pre-approved, same as cash, just need an appraisal, let's do it. Well, whether we're talking about football, talking about sports, radio program, or, or real estate, sometimes the time you spent in being prepared will save you hours and hours down the road if you weren't ready to go. In this case, if, if you're not squared away within that week and ready to go based on your advice, but the people you're competing against they're ready and they're, they're ready. set to go. You're liable to lose out on something you had your heart set on. Right. Um, I even have one home seller. She works for me now. She's awesome. And um, she actually turned away an offer. We got competing offers. She turned away the other offer because they weren't prepared. They didn't have a pre-approval that they submitted with the offer. And she goes, well, these guys aren't prepared. I'm going with the other buyer. Wow. All right. So when a buyer gets their offer accepted, mm -hmm. what happens next? The next step would be that they have to meet with their lender and do what's called a loan application. So even though they're already pre-approved, they still have to actually fill out a form that says, we want to buy this home at this price with an address. So that has to take place. It could be done um, electronically right. over okay. digital media that some of the lenders have. And then the next step would that a lender, you'd want the lender to do is order the appraisal. So typically, most agents don't recommend that. They say, no, do the inspection first because right. you may not buy this home. An appraisal costs quite a bit of money. It runs probably, I would say, anywhere from $500 to $800. No idea about that. Okay, so if we're going to spend that much money, we want it to be well spent, right people, right timing for right. all of this so that it facilitates getting what you want. Yeah, and the... Um, uh, 
but the thing is it takes time to order an appraisal. So there's different types of appraisals based on the type of loan that they're getting. If they're getting a conventional loan, um, that's one type of financing. If they're getting government loans like VA or FHA, which VA is probably at least a third of our market, right. it takes time. And once the appraisal gets assigned to the appraiser, they have 10 business days to finish it. So um, we don't want the property to get, the closing to get delayed over an appraisal not happening. Well, let's talk about that delay. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? But more importantly, how is that going to impact the transactions? Well, like on VA loans, which are a majority of the ones in this market, if the appraisal isn't done, it's, what it says in the contract is if it's not done, it doesn't matter. Deadlines don't count. It's whenever they get it done. So is it crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I look back on my life and, and thank God for all of the deadlines, but that is absolutely crazy. Yeah. I, you, every week you bring information to me and to your listeners that the average person just has no clue about. I interrupted because that was so crazy, but go yeah, ahead. But that's what it says. Both for VA and FHA loans, the deadlines do not count. Right. So whenever it gets done is when it gets done. So this makes the home sellers very nervous because they want to know that it's good to go, that their house not only is under contract, but it's moving towards closing without any surprises. Appraisals coming in low, appraisals coming in asking them for repairs because the home sellers are working hard. They're planning a move. They got a lot of things to do. A lot in of things, month, yeah. Which typically it's a month from contract to closing. They're busy. They don't want anything to go sideways. So getting a lender to order this as soon as possible works a lot better. But there are some agents that will talk them out of it. They'll hold it back, say, oh, we're going to make sure the house inspects okay. Right. And I think that's silly because you can see if the house is in bad condition or not. Well, and that's why your expertise is so, so important. Barb Schlinker, what are some of the other things that a buyer should demand from uh, their lender? Well, communication is number one. So they're, once they do their loan application and the buyers are busy working on the inspection, but um, after that, there's probably a two to three week period where not much is going on. It terrifies the buyer. Yeah. They're thinking, oh my God, what's going on? I'm not going to get my house. Nobody's talking to me. Well, especially, if, and, and that's why communication with you and your team is so important because right. people always know what's going on when they're dealing with you, not so much with yeah. other people though. No, we have systems in place to make sure we're talking to our buyers, even if nothing is going on. Because, And this is normal. So... They'll order the appraisal. It could take two weeks to get the appraisal done. And then as long as the appraisal comes in at or above the agreed upon sales price with no repairs requested, then the buyer's good to go to closing. So that's the last, usually the last hurdle that the seller has to work out before closing. Let's talk about closing on time. Yes. Now that's another problem. Um, with the advent of this new law, Dodd-Frank, that came into place back in um it was right after the mortgage meltdown. I can't remember what year, maybe 2011 or 12. Right. So one of the things that they required, besides requiring that the buyers, that the lenders have to prove that the buyer can qualify for the payments, that was a good change. It was a huge change because that's how we ended up in this problem. I mean, I think it's important for people to remember that's how we ended up with that entire crisis yeah. and everything falling apart is people were buying homes who, God bless them, they really were not in a position to be buying the homes that they were. Yeah. And so um, closing on time becomes a problem because what was in that law is they have to have the buyer sign what's called a closing disclosure three business days prior to closing. So I just had one that closed yesterday 
in which the lender sent it out on time, but the buyer didn't sign it. Then he calls me and says, oh, we have to delay the closing. It's the buyer's fault. I'm like, the buyer doesn't know when they're supposed to sign it. You should be all over that buyer to get that done. It's frustrating for me because everybody has to change their moving plans. The buyer missed out on a weekend. They could be moving on a weekend. It's it's not good business practice. Well, it's opinion. not good to practice at all. And, and time is, is money. The phone number is 719-301-2461. That's how you reach Barb Schlinker at uh, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Again, that phone number is 719-301-2461. Each week, the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker informs and educates anyone who's in the market to buy or to sell real estate. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the top five things you should demand from your agent in a purchase. We'll be right back with that.